and welcome to Nerdy Thoughts, a podcast where our guest gets to choose something they nerd out on for us to discuss. I'm Mimi. And I'm Ted, and we're your hosts. We wanted to take this first episode to introduce ourselves, some of the things we nerd out on, and how we decided to get into the podcasting world. That's right. Next episode will be our official start to having guests, but this one is all about us. So tell me, Ted, what do you nerd out on? Do you want it alphabetical or categorical? (laughs) However you so choose to tell me. So many things, man. I mean, I grew up kind of like, uh, I've, I've always been a nerd. I started out with like, I got this library uh, prize because I did a great Elvis impersonation in like grade two. And I got to get a book from the comic book store and I got this collection of Batman comics, uh, like the greatest Batman comics ever told. So that got me into nerding out about Batman. And then for some reason, that comic book store had to put on display Naruto. And that got me into that. (laughs) And then I'd already been playing music. So bands and uh, songs and like all the feuds in the rock scene and the the hip hop scene and up and coming EDM stars and feuds. It's so fun. It's so good. Like every time I find something cool, I geek out about it. I'm like uh, the ditto of gaming and the ditto of nerding. (laughs) I I mean, I don't know. I just I'll try anything. I think that. I have to ask this question for for the people listening, but can we hear the Elvis Elvis impersonation? Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was more of a hips thing, you know what I mean, and maybe a little snarl thing. Ah, but, uh, it's a visual. It's a visual. I got it. <laughs> I got it. It's a real visual gag. I could give you a good old oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't even know what Elvis really sounds like, bro. It's so before me his music was always uh, a little bit my mom loved Elvis you know what I mean so I had to hate him uh, of course obviously you had to it was like yeah. Celine Dion for me my mom loved her I was like why are we listening to this again and now <laughs> I jam out to her songs all the time <laughs> I, I legitimately know so few of her songs because she's supposed to be one of our national treasures you know what I mean she is I just the know her national for a treasure routine. the national oh, treasure apologies I think I, I think the Canadarm would argue that. <laughs> maybe who knows? But I but I know what you mean. But maybe maybe next time we're together, I'll get a video of this Elvis impression and post it on our Instagram. Yo, I'll do it. I'll give you the. I'll put no. We'll post it on the Instagram. I'll send you a. I'll take a, a good <laughs> snare picture. Perfect. Be, not snare. Sneer. You know how you did that like lip thing? I, oh I yes, that. the lip curl. Who doesn't know about I've that even got the Elvis hair right now, lip you know curl? What? Right? The, the lip curl. And I've even got the hair curl. You know what I mean? I've got the, the I'm, I need a haircut, but it's moppy on top. I think I could give you a good Elvis right now. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> but back to nerding It'll out. It'll be a bearded Elvis. <laughs> yeah, okay. So Batman, Aruto, music. Those are kind of yeah, what got yeah. you into it. And then, I mean, kind, kind of... Kind of those things just developed into loving really anything that people came up with me. I'm a little bit of a Fairweather uh, fan, you know what I mean? Like, uh, when Harry Potter first came out, I was super into Harry Potter. I mean, I'm still super into Harry Potter. But now that the, now that it's all, um, you know, Fantastic Beasts, I'm not such a huge Potter World fan. It, it sucks because it's like, I love the things that I'm nostalgic for. So like Batman, I freaking love Batman because I just remember all the cool comics I got and he was my gateway into comic books and I like comic books. So uh, Batman has that cool spot for me, but everything I, I kind of drop once it gets to the point. I, 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 I got to rephrase that. I, I don't drop <laughs> fandoms. I just have too many to balance. You know what I mean? I enjoy things too much that I can't ever it's invest hard. myself too far into it. Like, I'll get so deep into Harry Potter theory, but at the same time, I'm, like, deep into a, a Pokemon Yellow save. And at the same time, I'm trying to find out the best uh, tank strats for Overwatch. And I'm also, <laughs> like, tracing the beef between Eminem and uh, Machine Gun Kelly. And also raging against everything Machine Gun Kelly does. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I mean... there's so much going on at once. Yes, and I think that's actually, like, a very important point to to point out, just because I know a lot of people will say, well, oh, you're not truly a fan of this then. Um, but, you know, people can like things in all different ranges. You know, like, I, I like Star Wars. Am I going to sit down and watch the movies every year? No. But do I like the lore right? and the characters and the idea of it? 
And yes, I do. Baby Yoda, Mandalorian, throw it at me. I'll rewatch that stuff. But I can't sit there and rewatch the original trilogy. It's just, you know, I've I've got other things going on. And if I, you know, I can't, I don't want to confine myself them. to one thing. And you've seen them. I mean, I mean, that's the thing with me. Uh, Star Wars movies are really great, but they're also very long. And there's there's a lot of. I mean, even fans will admit there's a lot of weird stuff between the fun stuff. Like in the Empire Strikes Back, do we need a four minute karaoke scene with an alien? I don't know. But I do want to see people get their hands cut off with light swords. I mean, I would say we do need that karaoke scene. Uh, But that's my personal (laughs) preference. (laughs) Fair. I I think that's a good direction for this podcast, though, because I mean... Being open to a bunch of things and, and and tearing down this kind of gatekeeper society to fandoms is so key because there's you see people trying to get into stuff like Reddit is a great place for this. You see someone who's interested in something. So they go to the subreddit and they post something that they're like totally into and they just get crapped on by gatekeepers. Yes. You know I mean? Oh, you don't know this? Oh, you're not, you don't understand this theory? Oh, you and it's like, no, of course not. They're new to it. How are they supposed to? What if you just uh, embrace them and, you know. Yes, and then it makes uh, them, you know. Talk about what they find interesting. Yeah, and then they lose interest in it because they don't want to be bullied. Like, yeah. you know, I'm, I've just kind of started getting into like cosplaying and I'm terrified to post anything in Reddit about it because I'm worried that people are going to be like, like I posted a, a Misty cosplay once, like from Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a red yeah. wig. And I think I even specifically said in the post, like, you know, the best I could do, I don't, I don't have red hair or a wig. And someone was like, the hair is wrong. And I was like, well, I, I know the <laughs> hair is wrong. Like, did you read the caption? Like I... I know my, you know, my, my shirt is also not showing my midriff because I'm not comfortable with that. But like, I'm, you know, I did what I could and I'm having fun with it. So like, can't that just be enough? <laughs> and it's no, it discouraging. For some people it can't, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. And, and I think it comes from this place of, I like this fandom and I feel threatened by a new person liking this fandom because they might like it more than me. Yes. And, and, you know, I, I don't know. No, it's, it's very silly. Like for me, it's, it's with, with, you know, my, my biggest thing I nerd out on and and probably if you know you had to ask any of my friends like what is the biggest thing about her that she's nerdy and really into they're gonna say Harry Potter it's been that way since I was probably 11 and my my friend Megan let me borrow the first book and I just fell in love with it but I'm not gonna judge the people who have only seen the movies I'm going to encourage them to read the books because there's so much more but I'm not gonna be like well you're not a true Harry Potter fan because you don't know who Peeves is like <laughs> right oh my god my girlfriend and i were talking about this last night we were literally talking we had like a two it was it was 3 a.m last night and we talked till maybe 4 30 about this okay <laughs> if Ron, <laughs> so i can't wait if, no i'm if, so uh, excited okay here it is if the weasley twins had the marauders map okay and they're just you know they're known to be pranking they we obviously know they know how to use it how did they never one night just look in and be like, oh, what's Ron up to? And see the man Peter Pettigrew in his bed. You know what I mean? And yes. so we're talking about this forever and we have to like have all these conversations about, well, what? how does the Marauders map work? Well, in the movie, you know, Harry just the footprints of Peter Pettigrew down the hallway and runs into Snape. In the book, he just gets punked by Snape because he got <laughs> caught by Malfoy, you know, sneaking out to Hogsmeade. Yeah. And like in the book, it actually is like you you I think you didn't get this from the store. I think you got this straight from the manufacturers. <laughs> and it's like, oh, what does that mean? Oh, and then I'm he calls Lupin in, like, oh my god, there's so much nuance to this. It's like, yeah, now now, now there's a reason. Like, oh, okay, so Lupin actually read it later and oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't need to reiterate the whole conversation we had last night. <laughs> no, it's we fine. about this forever, forever. And we're talking about, like, we cried last night <laughs> remembering, <laughs> like, we were talking about how vivid all the deaths in Harry Potter are. Oh, and, like, God. Um, there's not a death that goes by that's just, like, casual of, that you forget. They're all traumatizing. All of for them. I'll take that up. Every, uh, <laughs> every single one. And, and it's funny you mentioned, like, the Marauders map and Fred and George having probably looked at it multiple times and not questioned the fact that their brother is sleeping with another man in his bed. Um, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes it's like, well, it's a book, <laughs> you know, it's like, sometimes the <laughs> only answer is like, 
Well, because if they noticed it, the story wouldn't be the same. (laughs) But isn't that half the fun of being a fan of something is taking what's there, the source material, and then just expanding and theorizing and coming up? My buddy Andrew goes like crazy. He's we've got to have him on the podcast because he geeks out about everything. Okay, he's a screenwriter. He went to film school with me. Well, I went to film school with him. He graduated first. <laughs> Either way, he <laughs> he he got gets so into everything, especially particularly Marvel movies, um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, oh, and uh, Game of Thrones. I'll talk and, hours with him about that. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, and he he can because he's read the books too, and he he loves like he gets so into things that he watches the movies, and then he'll go right to the source and try and find out what's going on. And he has these amazing theories. And the craziest part is they're usually right. Like he has all these nuanced takes on things where it's like, well, I don't know if he would actually react that way because we know that he reacts similar situations in this way. Oh my, oh, so he analyzes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's so many different levels to to how you can take a fandom. But the theorizing is really a big part of it. It's it's huge. Um, It's, you know, I loved with WandaVision just trying to figure out like what was going on that like, show was it so good. was mind-blowing for me I, you know and all the shows that have come out after um I, I haven't watched Moon Knight but I you know I watched um Falcon and the Winter Soldier and nice. I and oh my god what was oh and Hawkeye like Hawkeye oh, yeah like massive with having Yelena or Yelena come in and I was just like and trying to figure out who who the aunt is and everyone's theorizing that it's the woman that was standing at the end of of um Black Widow at at the grave yeah um I just I'm blanking on the names because I'm the worst I I could pull this up at any time (laughs) when I'm not trying to think about it but as soon as I'm trying to think about it it's gone there's so many characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's so many storylines going on at once that I'm really excited to see what they do with the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, I can't wait. See if that wait. ties anything together. Because that's all I was thinking about. Like when there was, sorry, I mean, there's there might be some spoilers in this show. But like in WandaVision, when you see Quicksilver come in and it's the wrong Quicksilver. Yes. Like it's the wrong guy. And you're like, oh, you're an X-Man. Yes. Well, you're, you don't belong here. That's a huge reveal. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'm excited to see, because I've heard that maybe this is the movie where the X-Men come into to Marvel because they own, you know, 20th century. Well, they now, teased or 20th century Professor X. In, in the trailer, That's they awesome. teased Professor X. You see his wheelchair going down the hallway. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, so. I, I have a policy. I don't watch trailers before the movie because I love fresh experiences. Oh, well, sorry. Um, I don't like to <laughs> <laughs> That's fu- no, like I already had the this, this suspicion that the X Men are going to be in there. That's cool. Like that's really cool. But yeah. Like for example, like the Batman movie that came out, I wanted to go in blind. Yeah. And I'm glad because if I'd have known that he was going to be the the emoist of Batman's, because listen, <laughs> I'm 27 years old. I've been told too many times that this is a darker Batman. Okay. Right. It actually was though. In every time they're right, every time it is a darker Batman. Yeah. I haven't <laughs> seen like, it yet. This was like, oh man, this is full on. He's got the eyeliner and everything. Like Nirvana plays through the whole movie. It's just <laughs> two chords. I've heard. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've heard. I've heard really good things about it. Um, oh, it's a great movie. Oh, it's so good. I've seen it maybe twice now. Yeah, I find getting to the movies hard. Um, Lately, like, you know, I still haven't seen the most recent Fantastic Beasts. And I know that Multiverse of Madness came out this weekend and I have plans to go with a friend, but it's just like finding that time to do it is hard as well. But I remember I I wasn't into Marvel. Like I was never into the comics. I was never really other than like Archie comics and Betty and Veronica. I wasn't into comics as a kid. Um, I remember going to see the first Avengers with my now ex. And I was just like, he said, he's like, after he's like, I looked over at you one point and you were just, you had the biggest grin on your face. (laughs) He's like, you liked it. eh?" And I was like, that was the best movie ever. And like, from then on, it was just like, I had to see every single thing that came out. (laughs) Oh, but they do it so well. And I mean, the big blessing is like, Marvel got bought by Disney. Like this company that made great content was bought by a company that had a lot of money that also is known for making great content. 
And yes. they made like the Avengers, like imagine they already had the Hulk. They already had Iron Man movies. They already had Thor. They already had all of these things existing in separate spots. Then they're like, hey, let's just cash in on all of these at once. And they did so in just an amazing way. They made like a five part series that lasted like the better part of a decade. Oh, my God. It's they, they did it so incredible. well, it, but it's overwhelmingly deep. The yes, and, universe. and all the Easter eggs and all of the end credit scenes that set up for the next thing. Like I remember falling in love with Wanda and the character of Scarlet Witch from her from her end credit scene where she's just oh, in yeah? the cell, like being all weird and and you know, her brother is zooming around in the other one. And I'm I was just like her. I like her. I had no idea about her. <laughs> but it was just like so simple. The effects are just, it's just so well done. The, and and it makes it, I think it's a good thing in one sense, because growing up, no one, well, at least no one that I hung out with really cared about Marvel comics. I mean, Spider-Man for sure, but Spider-Man, like no one cared about the Fantastic Four. You know what I mean? No one really cared about Iron Man comics. No one cared about Thor. People were reading Batman. People were reading Superman. People were reading Green Lantern. The Flash mm-hmm. was all DC. But then... <laughs> Now, ask anyone what their favorite comic is. Yeah, ask anyone what their favorite comic book is, and they're going to tell you Marvel because it's just so accessible. Like, one of the the coolest things was, I think, around the first year of college for me, DC came out with the new 52, where they basically, because their their stories had been going on since, like, the 40s, they'd been so jumbled up with alternate timelines, cross-timelines, crossovers, whatever— that they reset everything and started with an issue zero of everything. Oh, it's wow. It's really good. But I don't even think that's as accessible as what Marvel did with the movies. Because if you want to know who Iron Man is, there's a pretty reliable source. <laughs> you can just watch <laughs> the Iron Man movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's a rich guy with technology. You don't yeah. need to know that he had the the ugly garbage can suit to start out with before he refined his design, right? Right. Yeah. It's. I mean, even in death, he's the hero. <laughs> and there's such a variety. You know what I mean? Like Marvel movies are so different between like a Guardians of the Galaxy film is completely different than a Doctor Strange film, right? Yeah. Like they just have completely different vibes. But you watch a DC movie, every Batman movie is the same. <laughs> like, like seriously, they're all the same. I mean, some are zanier than others, but it's like origin story of Batman uh, hits some major plot points. The Joker's yeah. there. Yeah. That, that, well, that's basically a Batman movie, right? Yeah. The Superman or the Riddler. Movie, like, Superman's so uh, like unlikable as a character because he's I so perfect. They him, really try to deal with that. But I kind of find him boring. He is. He can do everything. And his weakness is, I mean, everyone knows his weakness too. So like, that's not even a surprise when someone has kryptonite because literally everyone has kryptonite, right? Right. But in a Guardians and, of the Galaxy movie... Like, Star-Lord, what's his weakness? He's a human. Oh, my God. He's just a badass dude. And he just, I love the way he just sings and dances his way through things. (laughs) Yeah. His life is a musical. Groot says nothing. (laughs) Right, exactly. But Groot says nothing, but he says so much, right? And it's Vin Diesel. That's a great character. They got Vin Diesel to just say, I am Groot, over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) Which is kind of cool. It's like, it's amazing. uh, You watch South Park? Uh, I used to. Cool. I haven't in a while. Okay. There was, because they have a policy of never hiring famous celebrities to voice stuff. Oh, okay. Unless it's going to be extremely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and I think it was, I think it was Tom Cruise. I might be wrong. Um, but I know it was some actor. They basically asked to be on the show. And they're like, oops, sorry, my phone's on vibrate. <laughs> they basically asked to be on South Park and they said, okay, we'll write you a part. And the part was the dog. <laughs> you get to Amazing. The dog. You don't get words. It's just... That is fantastic. Man. I'm going to be so embarrassed if it's the wrong guy. I got to, you know, I'm going to do a quick... <laughs> like, uh, I'm going to do a quick Google search quick right Google now. Check. <laughs> no, it, no, before I even Google, I think it was... What's his name? He played Batman. Um, George Clooney. Stop. Seriously? That's huge. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm googling this. George Clooney, South Park. Dog. It, that would be amazing if it was him. Yep. Sparky. He plays Sparky. Yep. Oh my gosh! Fantastic. <laughs> George Clooney, man. George Clooney. Hey, that's a pretty a good segue. Hey? Going oh, right from man. Batman to 
To George Clooney? To George Clooney. Have you seen the George Clooney Batman movies? I can geek out about those because I've seen those so much. You geek out all you want. I've never seen them. Oh, Um, my God. I've seen the Christian Bale ones because those those are are huge. Those are so serious. So serious. But they've got Bane. Bane was so good. Tom Hardy as Bane was just, like, incredible. I know. I know. I really want someone to do the Batman saga right. They got right? close. It's like the it's Nightfall like the Spider Man specific. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, they got the back breaking. That's cool. The breaking of the bat. But like, I don't know. He went off in his own direction. It became very Jesus metaphory. Ah, uh, remember that? No. Anyway, I don't. it was it was it was weird. <laughs> but these movies, okay. Um, who directed them? Oh, he recently passed away, and that's awful. I forget his name, but they're the most ridiculous movies. Okay, uh, my favorite is Batman and Robin. The bad guys in this, you've got Bane, Mr. Freeze, and uh, Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy is played by Uma Thurman, and uh, Mr. Freeze is played by uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Amazing. And And then isn't Danny DeVito in these ones too? Isn't he the Penguin? Or is uh, that that's different? a different one? Those that's, that's the different. Uh, Tim Burton one. That's the Tim Burton one. Yeah, uh, that makes a lot more sense that's now that I'm picturing. Which now that I'm picturing Danny film. DeVito's character in that, and knowing it's Tim Burton, that makes a lot of sense. Oh yeah, like that. Danny DeVito is the penguin. He is the penguin. You know what I mean? Oh, he's um, fantastic. Danny DeVito can be anything. I like. I love how people are like petitioning for them to do like a live action Hercules and to have him <gasps> as. Oh yeah, be Phil. Yeah, yeah. Just, just come back. Danny DeVito as Fell needs to happen. <laughs> that would be so good. But who would play Hercules? Oh, what's his name? Um, he's got he's got a um, the chin for it. <laughs> that sounds awful. But Miles Teller is that his name? Oh, don't even get me started on Miles Teller. Mm. Is, like, is that a good like thing Miles or a bad Teller. thing? No, it's a good thing. Oh, good. I, lo- I okay, love good. Miles Teller. He's he I've had Hercules, a. I think. I've had a crush on Miles Teller since I saw him in the remake of Footloose. Oh, dude, that was a good movie, too. It was so good. So oh, good. Oh, that brings up another topic that I can geek out on is freaking Broadway. Do you like Broadway? I do like Broadway. I'm probably not Did as, you like... See... Oh. Probably not as, like, what? I, I would just, Sorry, like, I'm not, like, I probably couldn't pick out certain songs, but, like, I do love Broadway. Oh, man. Did you see... Do you have Disney Plus? I have the Hamilton. Is that what you're I know ask? they no the Steven Spielberg um oh shoot um West Side Story Oh no I haven't watched that but that has Rosa from Brooklyn Nine Nine doesn't it Um maybe I didn't catch her but I might have missed her I yeah I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure she's in that which I didn't know that like she could sing and stuff until I watched Encanto. And oh, I yeah. realized that she voices Maribel. And it's Wait, like so, yes, and it's so far from Rosa Diaz, like that you can possibly wow. get because that Rosa Diaz voice is all like not her voice. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I yeah. didn't even know that. That's really sweet. Yeah. But no, I want to watch the West Side Story. Um, I want to watch that. I really oh, it's, want them. It's really good. I really want them to do Dear Evan Hansen. She was in, in the Heights. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, it was in the Heights, not West Side Story. Oh, okay. My bad. My mistake. That's right. Um, I really want them to do um, like a Dear Evan Hansen the way that they did Hamilton, like where they record oh, yeah? the show and put it on Disney Plus because I yeah would I love the soundtrack to Dear Evan Hansen. I watched the movie. It was okay. It's beautiful. I love the I love the modern shows. They're they're really really good. Yeah, I just yeah I was, I was talking to my friend about um, Glee. Funnily enough, um, earlier this week, and we were just talking about like there are so many songs now that like I I knew before Glee, but whenever I hear them, instead of thinking of like the original artist, I think of like the Glee moment from them. <laughs> That's amazing. It honestly did that for me, too. Like, there's some songs, because they did their show so well. And even though some of the songs, they weren't even really a cappella, because there was, like, a band playing along. Yeah. Uh, it was just it was a musical. Really good. Oh, it was it so was really good. It was really good. Yeah. What's, your, was what's so your favorite good. song that they covered on, uh, on Glee? 
Oh, gosh. <sighs> or maybe if there's one that's, like, ubiquitous to you, that's just like, oh, that's the glee moment. Well, I mean, obviously, you've got Journey. Don't oh, stop yeah. believing. I mean, that one is yeah. a little always because that was, like, their anthem, but... Season one. I'll I never think... forget the original. It was so good when it came out. It was so good. And, I mean, that first season, uh, incredible. <gasps> um, yeah, but I... all the characters. You loved them. I loved them. I loved... Oh, I loved, um, there was an Amy Winehouse song that Santana did. That yeah. was good. It's like, sometimes I go out by myself. And I'm not going to sing because I don't want to do that to people, but that one. <laughs> um, nice. And I can't, I just can't think. M- Mallory, maybe. I don't know. Valerie. Valerie, not Mallory. Valerie. Valerie was really good. But Leia Michelle's rendition of Celine Dion, it's all coming back to me now. I get oh, yeah. chills every time I hear it because her voice, nice. you know, I know there's all this talk about what she's like in real life, but her voice is incredible. And you got to separate the art from the artist. Exactly. Sometimes you just got to do it. And and her like that song and um, Uninvited that she does um, as well, like both of those songs give I'd like just thinking about it. I'm getting goosebumps right now. Um, yeah but what's yours like what's the one that you think of I don't know the one I was thinking of initially like when I asked the question it was it was that uh they did a cover of she's not there by the zombies for one of their Halloween specials and it was a really good cover and and I I love psychedelic rock and that like for them to cover cover the zombies I was like okay this show's officially hip that's fine yes Uh, when they did the the heads will roll Oh yeah! Off oh, that was head. a great cover too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love yeah, that and song it was like too. a, it was a mashup, I think too. It was off with their heads, and then I think it, I think they mashed it up with a diff, uh, like another song as well. I could be wrong. It's been a very long time since I watched Glee. Um, but no, yeah, they did some Lady Gaga covers too. Like they, oh, everything they did was great. But when you were talking about the emotional ones, I was like, oh, I remember they did one that was like uh, True Colors by Phil Collins. Oh yes. That was a really good one. I, I don't know if that was for a competition. I forget the context of most of it. True Colors. I feel it was for a certain character. Um, I do. I feel like it was for like Quinn or something. I don't know. I mean, all those characters went through hell and back. I feel like they put, they put them through so much. So I feel like True Colors would have been a song that was sung to Kurt or Quinn or Rachel when they were going through something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. But, Do you remember oh, how they kicked off a whole revolution in acapella? Like, oh, everyone started doing acapella after that. Like, 15 acapella groups came out. And then, yeah. uh, what was it? The, the movies? Um, Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. Oh, like, so good. <laughs> just cash in on that. Oh, Pitch Perfect. Fantastic. I mean, the first one. They start to get a little bit weird after after that. But, like, the first one was fantastic. And, I mean, I love – I'm a huge fan of Anna Kendrick. So um, – Fair. <laughs> I, I just feel like she's got, like, that perfect delivery. She's just so dry and, like, she just – yeah. But – Anyways, my sister loved that. She got so into Glee. She got so into because she was a she was a choir kid all through high school. <clears throat> oh, and, yeah. Uh, when when these shows came out, she started d- discovering all these other acapella groups. And I forget the big one that is like they were huge on YouTube. And then like Pen- I can think Pentatonics? of Pentatonics. Pentatonics. Yeah. And <laughs> all of our Christmas mixtapes became Pentatonics. <laughs> Oh, of course they did. They are they are amazing though. They're so good, but I don't know. I, I I'm a rock and roll guy, you know me. Yeah. It's like uh I need those I need those instruments because a lot of voices together and also there's so much there's so much processing on those on their voices. Yeah. Like like there's so much processing. Nobody sounds like that. <laughs> you can't get harmonies like that. Um that it feels like uh you remember Image and Heap? Yes. Like uh she would, of course uh, they do. They were in the OC. Yeah. yeah. Uh, their she songs were in the OC. Like, it was just her, but it was harmonies. It sounds like that. You know what I mean? It sounds yeah. like someone's playing the harmonies with voices. Fun fact, though, about, about them is they were in the second Pitch Perfect. <clears throat> Very oh, were briefly. they really? Yeah, because they're from Toronto. What? I believe. They're Canadian. Maybe not Toronto. Okay, don't quote me on that. Oh, God. Maybe take that out. Um <laughs> 
They're from. We come to this program with zero information, listeners. Zero information. Um, Nothing I say can be quoted as fact. Um, But I'm 99.9% sure they're at least Canadian. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, so they, they're in – it's very brief, but at the end of Pitch Perfect 2, it's like this big competition from different acapella groups around the world, and they're the Canadian one. And it's like very quick. They're barely in it, but they're there. <laughs> I hate to pop this bubble so, so – Oh, my God, are they not Canadian? <laughs> they're from Arlington, Texas. <laughs> no, then who am I thinking of? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know acapella groups, unfortunately. But you know what? Whatever happened to good old barbershop quartet? That was acapella. Suspend those sevenths, my guy. Right? Okay, no. That's such a great Canadian aesthetic. acapella group. Oh, they represent Team Canada. That's where my confusion is. Oh. They're not actually... Canadian. Okay. This is this is one of those. See, Thanks a lot. You get Pitch so Perfect into <laughs> you get so into a fandom that it becomes the reality. Oh my gosh! It's like Daniel Radcliffe will never be a serious actor. He'll always be Harry Potter. Same with uh, what's his name. And uh, now he'll be Weird Al. What in the biopic? Yes. That's awesome. Oh my god, now I feel like I didn't hear anything about the cast. Well, now I feel like I have to look this up because Pitch Perfect has failed me. (laughs) I'm so I'm so upset about that. Okay. Daniel Radcliffe. I'm actually like 100 percent that this is that this part's true though. Daniel Radcliffe, weird Al. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Oh, there's a teaser trailer. <laughs> That's going to have to be something to check out. Or maybe it's not a trailer. It could just be pictures, but he looks fantastic with his very curly hair and his mustache. Oh, man. I love oh. that. It, it did take a while for him to not be Harry Potter for me. <clears throat> really? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, the first role I saw of him, like, after Harry Potter... I what think was it was that? that horror film. It was that horror film he was in. Um, He's in a horror uh, film. Yeah, yeah. It's a, re- it's a, re- it's a really good one. But the entire time, I'm waiting for him to like. It's he's in a dark room, and I'm just like, just use Lumos. <laughs> Come on, bud. Where's your wand? <laughs> you can't reach something. Just say Akio. Oh, speaking of which, how badly do I wish that was a thing I could do? Just Akio things everywhere. That's the other thing is that there's so many good fandoms that are filled with magic and, and and extraordinary things. Like if I could have a wand that worked, like I wrote a letter to Dumbledore as a kid begging for admission to Hogwarts, hoping he'd, you know, magically pick it up. He was real to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I had a wand that I could do magic with, I think about that all the time. If I had a Pokemon that I could just like walk around with and be pals with and like, yeah, that would be sweet, man. If like... There were Transformers protecting the universe that could turn into semi-trucks, right? Yes. Like, um, maybe not I, as sweet as a Pokemon, but kind of cool. I mean, like, I don't even need Pokemon. I want a Pokeball so that, like, Freya can go. And Freya's my dog, for anyone listening. Um, for Freya to go in there, and it's like... But it would also be, like, kind of, like, mixed with the Harry Potter world and, like, Hermione's bag where, like, the Pokeball is, like, huge inside and it's, like, our living room so that, like, she has her stuff. And then when I'm, like, walking to work in the morning, I'm just like, oh, I choose you, Freya, and I throw her and we walk to work. And then I'm like, oh, you got to go in your ball for the day. And then, like, I'm leaving work. I'm like, oh, off you go again. And then I don't have to worry about her being home all day alone. Like, come on. Yeah. I think we don't have the technology for that yet. What are we talking about? Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) And I, you know, it was plausible, I think, before the most recent Pokemon game where they tried to explain how Pokeballs work by, oh, Pokemon have an innate, uh, sorry, an innate ability to shrink down into a tiny size. So we just built a ball that could capture them. (laughs) What? That's not how a Pokeball works. We've seen it. It turns them into a laser and then transports them into the ball. That has nothing to do with the Pokemon. Am I wrong? Oh, man. I mean, who knows at this point? Like Game Freak. I know it's your product, you say, but like, that's not how a Pokeball works. I'm sorry. Right. 
right? Cir- no, no. Circling circling back though to Daniel Radcliffe, uh, was the oh, movie yeah. The Woman in Black? That's exact. I was I was thinking, was it like the? Yeah, I think it's The Woman in Black. I was thinking it was The Mist or The Fog, but mm, yeah, no, it was good. It was Black. a really good movie. Yeah, really good movie. I've never seen it. I don't like horror movies. Uh, don't no, not for me. Oh, um, the man, first I love horror movies. The first movie I saw him in after Harry Potter was The F Word. I don't think I watched him in anything else until I watched The F Word. So I feel like a movie or a TV show? It's a movie. I'm thinking, (laughs) yeah, you're right. It is. Yes, it is. (laughs) It's a Gordon Ramsay show called The F Word. Of course there is. Um, but I feel like, so Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part two came out in 2011, Mm -hmm. I believe. Um, and according to IMDb, at least, um, and then the F word came out in 2013, but I didn't watch it then. So a lot of years had passed until I had seen him in a major role again. So by then I feel like enough time had gone by where he wasn't Harry Potter. I mean, he'll always be Harry Potter to me, but like, I feel like I I hadn't like, he wasn't trapped in my mind like that anymore. Yeah. Uh, the I other movie. Was, he had a lot of roles. Yeah. And he's taken so many weird roles as well. Um, yeah. to I think break that like the bad guy. And now you see me too. Um, yeah. Oh, that was a weird reveal. <laughs> yeah. And then, and he's in that movie guns akimbo. Like, yeah. A, a movie Swiss that Army really Man. got no hype, but Guns Akimbo was a really good movie. Um, you know, he's in the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, like the newer one that came out, where it was like her versus the Reverend, which was John Hamm, which also just kills me every time I think about yeah. it. Like, you know, he's just, he's, I feel like he's taken on, I feel like he picks his roles very well. Like, yeah. he's not in everything. He's always he's kind of like Elijah Wood to me, which is funny because I know that they always get confused for each other, like out in the wild. Um, but like Elijah Wood, like he was Frodo. Yeah. And then and then he now he just picks like the most random roles like he was. I don't know if you ever watched uh, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency on Netflix. I started the first episode and I thought it was great. But, oh, uh, so I never pursued it after. Oh, it's so good. I've watched this. It's two seasons. I've watched them both twice. Um, Wow. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's, I feel like they're very similar where they pick like the kind of like quirky, like weird movie roles, roles where you're not expecting it to be them. (laughs) Did you see him in, uh, well, on that point, did you see him in Spy Kids 3D? Who? Are we talking Dan Dan Radcliffe or Elijah Wood? (laughs) No, Elijah Wood. (laughs) Oh, no. I never really watched the Spy Kid movies. Oh, you missed out on some classic stuff, man. I mean, Those you gotta remember, were... I'm like five years older than you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, oh man, that's true too. Yeah, they would not hold up to an older crowd. That's fair. <laughs> five years can be a big difference depending on when well, something yeah. came out, right? Yeah. Yeah. If it's a movie geared towards seven year olds, twelve year olds are gonna hate yeah. it. Yeah, like I'm super upset that I'm only now realizing how good the Percy Jackson books are. Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh my, I have all of them. I have all of them. They're so good. I, I, I even tried to follow him into his second storyline with the, with the Roman gods. And, um, oh, I have he all lost those. me there, but the Percy Jackson was great. Percy Jackson's fantastic. And like, I have this thing where, um, any like book series, um, or any, any like, you know, how, you know, you've seen my collection of trinkets and toys and oh my God, collectibles. Yeah. Um, 95% of those I like to try and find in thrift stores, garage sales. Like it's like an extra challenge for me. I don't want to just go on a website and buy it. Um, yeah. So I've been challenging myself to find all of the Rick Riordan books. And oh. I kind of hit like a, a standstill. Like I got all the Percy Jackson ones. I got some of the Heroes of Olympus, some of the Magnus mm-hmm. Chase ones. Um but today I was out garage sailing and we came across a street sale and there was this one house that had a table of books and they had like all of the ones that I was missing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No way. So you just, you just picked them all up. Yeah. So I right? think 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I well, I, I the ones that I needed. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I think it had the whole Magnus Chase, which I think that was actually. I think I said that I had a couple of those. I don't think I did. I think there's three in that series. They had all three, um, and then I picked up four single books to go along with the ones that I like were missing. Eleven dollars for. Oh my gosh! For, you just yeah. got the geek lottery, dude. I or know something so niche too. That's like completing your coin collection. I know. And then the other, like a couple weeks ago, I was at a thrift store and I like to go through the t-shirts to find like nerdy, nerdy t-shirts. And there was an orange camp half blood shirt. Like <gasps> no, what are the wasn't. chances? Yeah, so I almost squealed because I squeal when I get really excited and find really cool things. Um, uh-huh. And I've had to stop myself many times from making a fool of myself in thrift stores. But yes, that's my favorite. And it was like $2.99. And I was like, that's because they don't know what they have. It was the same. I found an Attack on Titan t-shirt once. Oh my and God. it was and it was like $2.99. And I was like, they have no idea. Meanwhile, a Walmart Mickey Mouse shirt they're trying to sell for $10. And I'm like, that was probably $5 at Walmart. Like, yeah, yeah. But thrift they stores have that, no idea uh, what they're tax. doing. Like, <laughs> no, no. I, I worked with a guy who was a manager at a value village in Toronto, which is just anyone who's not Canadian it's just a thrift store um but they're not a charity thrift store right like when you send your clothes to Goodwill or St. Vincent Society or whatever like that the money goes towards some sort of charity for for Value Village it just goes to overhead yeah (laughs) and like their their bottom line so they take all this product in um and they've got a chart of type of good and price it is and it doesn't take into account anything whether it works whether it's in good condition whether it's washed (laughs) they just put it right on the floor with a price on it so um like i got really into um i really wanted to collect uh disney vhs tapes oh yeah because there was a time when people were just giving them away you know what i mean and one of those people was my mom she gave away our (laughs) vhs Oh, moms. I love her the, the with night, all my heart. The night before Mother's Day, and we're like, ah, they threw away all our cool things. <laughs> oh, oh, true. Oh, don't even make me feel bad. But she also threw out all my Yu-Gi-Oh cards from 2000s. Right. So. And oh, rest in peace, all my Pokemon cards. Right. Like, I had some, I had all the stuff. I had Entei. I had, like, I had some great <laughs> cards, man. I had Charizard, Snorlax. Gone. Gone. I love Just my gone. mother. I love my mother. I love yes. my mother. Yes, obviously. Just, we all love our mothers. Like, but come on. Who would have known, right? <laughs> who would have known that? Because it's such, think about, like, that's a weird thing, right? Like, we've, we've, we as a society now, we have a bunch of people who, when they were kids, thought these things were cool. So now, as adults, we've made them the mainstream cool. So Pokemon cards, skateboarding, like, all these things are becoming, like, schools are starting to put in skateboard parks, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas when when I went to school, you weren't allowed to bring your skateboard because it was dangerous. It's it's funny though. Like I, a couple winters ago, um, I was up at the park with my my old dog, and I was letting him run around. And I was in a schoolyard, um, like after hours, and there was a huge sheet of ice. And yeah. I was like, well, I'm five, so I want to run and slide on this. Huge sheet of ice. So, of course, I did it because I'm an adult, actually. I'm not five years old for anyone that's like, huh? Um, And I was doing it. And as I'm thinking to myself, like, we, why? Why don't we let kids do this? I fell on my elbow (laughs) really hard. And then I thought to myself, oh, yeah, this is why we don't let kids do this because it's actually not safe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dang it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, the kid who falls from the, who had the who had the better childhood, the kid that fell from his treehouse or the kid that didn't go outside. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. I think it's, I think that there's a good balance in between there, but I'm glad that you took that chance to step out on the ice. And I also love that fate came around and taught you a lesson. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. It happens to me. me too. It happens yeah. to me. The other day, I love woodworking. Um, my dad's a hobby cabinet maker, and so I've been working on the lathe bunch recently. Um, and I was trying to get 
into using the skew chisel. The skew chisel, it's a really tough chisel to use on the uh, lathe because it catches and there's a lot of ways it can damage uh, the work. Um, and I, I, things were going really well, man. I'm turning these beads, I'm making this look really nice. And I'm just thinking, man, I remember when I was a kid, I've got a scar on my thumb where I got too close to the chuck and it uh, hit my thumb. Um, it caused a pretty deep gash. Uh, and I was just thinking about that. I was like, ah, everyone's got a time where they forget about the the chuck and, uh, you know, oh, yeah. get hit. As soon as I thought that, back of my hand hits the, the chuck and I'm like, yep, yeah, okay, we got to, we got to. Focus. Oh, I just oh love when gosh. fate comes in and just gives you a little reminder to say, hey, hey, that thing you're thinking about, uh, think about it. Yeah. Or like when I'm walking down the street and I like I'm like I'm digging my outfit and like my makeup looks good. I'm like, I look pretty good today. And then I trip and it's like fate being like, mm, honey, be humble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just comes in to keep you grounded. Yeah. Thank you, gravity. It's like you're not Beyonce. Relax. Like you're fine. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, so many good things. Life teaches you a lot. It really does. Life is the best teacher there is. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> We've covered uh, a ridiculous range of topics. When yes. you really think about it, I'm looking at, you know, the time we've been recording here and it's gone from, well, so Ted, what are you interested in? And this is what you probably could expect from talking to Ted about what he's interested in. It's been everything. It's everything. Like, I'm just literally interested in people being interested in stuff. Is that weird? No, it's not weird at all. I'm just imagining anyone listening um, who's been trying to keep track. It's like one of those like crime maps with the yarn where they're like trying to make the connections, but they're like, okay, well, they went from Glee to Daniel Radcliffe to Daniel Radcliffe back to Elijah Wood and then Elijah Wood to... Um, uh, teaching and like, like Batman just, to like yeah yeah What's going Marvel on? and <laughs> yeah the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Game of Thrones and yeah but like I think that's the fun thing about podcasts is that like and I mean you know I, I can only assume I can speak for the both of us here is like we're not doing this to get famous we're not doing this to make it you know to to make it sound professional. This is the point of this is to just talk about the things that we like and the things that we're interested in. And it's going to go off in weird directions. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know about you, but uh, I've already received a sponsorship from Arby's. So I'm sitting good on that <laughs> from ham money. Arby's. <laughs> I got that cold cut cash. Does, does Arby's <laughs> exist still? Yeah. Like an Arby's just opened up by my house. <laughs> I haven't seen an Arby's in forever. <laughs> <laughs> hey kids you know the idea of a fast food restaurant what if it was everything you could buy at a deli oh my God. <laughs> i hate the I idea of sandwich understood. restaurants i never understood like, I like subway i like subway I because like where subway. am i gonna buy where am i gonna buy a foot long uh urban cheese bun with all that crap oh, that i put in it for my tuna sub it's yes. so it's so great but arby's it's like what are you going to do? You're just going to throw a pack of Ziggy's roast beef on it. Like <laughs> It's literally all they do. It's so dry. Like the one time I ate at Arby's, I was like, I don't. And I mean, like, if you like Arby's, the people out there that like Arby's, you do you. But for me, mm-hmm. I'm the kind of person that like, I no matter what I'm eating, I need water or a drink to wash it down. Yeah. So like yeah. it could be pasta, which has sauce and is already very moist. Um, I still need water. So to hand me a bun with salty roast beef with literally nothing on it, that's not for me. I can't do that. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> well, we can pile on the processed cheese sauce. Oh, no. That'll add some moisture. Oh, I just, I can't, I can't do it. But I just love that Arby's is where your head went. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm getting that. I'm getting that big sandwich money. Oh no, yeah, gosh. no, there's there's no idea. Like, there's there's a billion podcasts out there. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, there's no and right way to do it. It's just like it's just like YouTube. I, I got into YouTube in, in uh, when I was in grade 12. I did pretty well. I got it like up to a th- before YouTube was a thing. I got like a thousand subscribers, which was pretty. That, that oh, was the my. point where you go like, oh, that's decent. Yeah, it's not like 10,000 now where that's like the minimum to be noticed. But, you know, it was it, it, it was fun and, and like a thing. But like, I, th- I feel like podcasts are that now because YouTube became so corporatized and, and yeah. rigid. This I mean, you do just get your chance to talk, you know, and if yeah, you want to have, have fun, fun people on to talk about cool things, like we get to do that. And yes, 
I mean, and we're, we we're have not... we have a very fun guest scheduled as our first guest. So yeah, it's going to be a oh, good yeah. time. Well, well, let's talk about that. Yeah, or are we are we talking about that? Are we talking about that right now? Am I am I saying who it is? I mean, yeah, let's let's do it. Let's get the, let's get let them know. They want little, they want to know little, why they're coming back. They're not just going to come back for our humble selves. A little sneak peek. All right. Well, our first guest is none other than, and I want to get this right because I don't want to I don't want to mess this up because I want to shout them out with their Instagram handle, and I want to make sure that I get like the actual thing right. Yeah, it's okay. important. Yes. So our first guest is none other than Roger underscore Sage on Instagram, who is part of the dynamic duo that is Roger Sage and Nintendolicious. They host a game and talk every Tuesday night on Instagram. Um, So much fun. So he will be on our podcast next week. Now, I'm not going to tell you what we're talking about because that you have to come back for that surprise. There has to be something, Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. that you have to come back for. So I'm not going to tell you that, but he will be our first guest on episode two of nerdy thoughts. So don't miss that. It'll be fun. It'll be fun and stuff. it's going to be a wide range of topics. You know, I've, I've spoken to a few people about being on the show and the topics are, are anywhere from Yellowstone, the TV show to Zelda to music, you know, it's just, it's going to be a wide variety. So there's going to be something for everyone and I'm maybe so something just- new. Yeah, well, that's what I'm excited for is, is the new stuff. Because, like, I, as I as you can tell, I love just getting into new stuff, especially even if it's just like surface level, and I can find one cool thing to be like, "Oh, that's neat, man!" I'm, you're gonna like, I'm gonna find the guest coming on. I'm gonna read the schedule. I'm gonna see what they're talking about. I'm gonna go so deep into it. <laughs> Someone comes on talking about kung fu movies. I'm gonna watch fifty. You know what I mean? Oh my god, I can't wait! I can't wait. Honestly, part of my excitement for this is knowing how excited you're getting to. Uh, you're going to be to talk about things. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, man. I think we can continue it on. I think so. Um, but anyway, should we should we end it here? Should we, you know, it's been about an hour. Should we leave our guests wanting a little bit more? Um, we don't talk their ear off. We don't want to bore them. God, heaven forbid. Yeah. yeah I think we can maybe put a, put a closer on the show about now. Yeah. All right. So, um Closing is going to be something to do with the topic that our uh, guest talks about. But since we covered a wide range of that, I'm just going to uh, leave with a thank you for listening and don't stop believing. (laughs) See what I did there? Glee. You've been listening to the Nerdy Thoughts Podcast. Your hosts today were Mimi Q.U. and Ted Linden. Music and production for the Nerdy Thoughts Podcast is by Black Bear Sound Productions. Find us on our socials at Nerdy Thoughts Cast. And tune in next time for another great interview with another big fan. Who knows? Maybe you'll find your new fandom. <laughs>